Some of us here may have been Christians for a long time. Some of you may not even know who Jesus is. Some of you may have heard about him for the first time this morning in the meeting. We just want to let you know that New Day is our favorite time of the year. And do you know why? It's because we get to know more about Jesus. We get to worship him together. We do. Fantastic. So we both know and love Jesus, but our stories, actually, we thought we'd tell you a tiny little bit about us just so you get to know us as we're going to be leading it throughout the week. Our stories of how we got to know Jesus are very different, aren't they? They are. So I have actually been to every single new day. I know. So I was 12 when I was sitting uh, in my very first new day. Um, Now I'm 25. Craziness. So I've grown up through it every summer and... Basically, I was brought up in a Christian family. It was, it was great. I loved it. But I had to work out in my teenage years, am I a Christian because my family are Christians or am I, um, do I really love Jesus for myself? So when I turned 18 and I went to university, I had to work out, okay, am I going to walk this path? Am I going to get to know him more? And actually, New Day has really helped me over the years decide that, do you know what? Jesus is my number one and I love him. And it's just so exciting to see a big group of you here between the tw- ages of 12 and 14 and that this is your chance to make that decision now if you're going to follow Jesus for yourself. Wonderful. I, I just love Karis' story. My story's quite different. When I was 12 to 14, I had absolutely no idea what New Day was. Uh, I wasn't even really sure who Jesus was either, even though lots of people would t- uh, try and tell me about who Jesus was. I just really, really wasn't interested. So I just want to really encourage you guys that you've got just the most fantastic opportunity here. I wish, and uh, one of my biggest regrets in my life is that I was not sat here at New Day when I was 12 to 14 to hear about that God has a plan for me, actually, and to hear and find out more about Jesus. So I just want to encourage you guys just to make the most of it, take it all in, listen to the talks, and just encourage one another, pray with one another, and just really go for it this week, because that's my biggest regret, that I couldn't be at New Day when I was younger. I became a Christian when I was 22. That was about five years ago now. And uh, yeah, I kind of wish that I got that 10 years earlier. So enjoy the week. So, put your hand up if anyone here has been asked by your friends, so what does it actually mean to be a Christian? Yeah, it's, good. it's one of those questions. So that's, that's a really difficult question to answer, isn't it? Well, what about if someone says to you, what, is, what does it mean to be a Christian, but you can only answer in two words? That would be even harder. Anyone have a go at answering that? Yep. Following Jesus, fantastic, that's Excellent great. Answer. That would be one great answer. Loving God, another fantastic answer. So just in two words, you've got to try and narrow it down. That's really difficult. Well, following Jesus and loving God are both right and great. Well, the thing that we want you to remember from this morning is the two words, knowing Jesus. And as Christians, that we can follow and know Jesus. Maybe you're here this morning in this extra stream and you don't really know Jesus that well. Uh, Well, do you know what? This week, we're just going to find out about him and all that he has in store for us. And we're really looking forward to that. Next question. If I asked you to describe your house to me, anyone want to try and describe their house to me in a couple of words? Yes. It looks like a Dalmatian. Love it. Any more descriptions of houses? Just describe it. Come on, let's get involved. Big garden, like that. Anyone else? Massive garden. 
Great. So there's lots of different ways. So you might say to me, it's got a big garden. It looks like a Dalmatian. It's got two bedrooms. It's got a bathroom. It's red. I don't know. You might say lots of different reasons about what your house looks like. It's very unlikely you would say, do you know what, Jono? The foundations of my house are just fantastically built. It's unlikely you'd say that, isn't it? Do you know what? The foundations of the house, of a house, any house, even this building here, are the most important part of any building. And if I were to say to you this morning, actually, our task in this seminar is we're going to build a house here at New Day. And I got you all up on your feet. We walked across past the Dodgems, and we were to build a house on the grass over there. We would not stand over there. I wouldn't just hand you bricks, and we'd start building on the grass. And I know what we'd do. Build the foundations. Excellent. Yes, we'd start digging down deep and we would chuck a load of cement in there, build some really, really strong foundations and that's just so important. Do you know what? The same is true in terms of Christianity and our faith. Actually, we want to build our faith on a really firm and strong foundation and we've got a great opportunity to do that here at New Day. And the foundation of Christianity is what? Who can tell me what the foundation of Christianity is? Jesus, yes, foundation of Christianity is Jesus Christ. John 3.16 says this, it says, God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And that's just fantastic as we trust and believe that Jesus died for us and then rose from the dead, that we are forgiven for everything that we've done wrong and that we can stand in a place where we know that. So if we want to build our faith on a firm foundation, it's about getting to know Jesus and all that he's done for us and following him. And this week at New Day, we just think it would be amazing if we just built on those firm foundations. So that's what we're going to be doing this morning. We're going to get to know Jesus, what it's like to be following him, and we're going to build on firm foundations, aren't we? Yes. Yes. Fantastic. So you may be like, okay, that's great that you're telling us, but how can I practically do that? Well, we're going to have a little showing for you, but we do need two volunteers. Now, as you just shoot your hands up, you will get messy. Are you okay with that? Excellent. Very messy. Want to pick our two volunteers? You, sir. Up you come. Come on up. And then... You can choose someone. Ooh, oh, look how excited this one is. It's this. It's this. Pick me. Pick me. You can come up. Fantastic. Up you come. If you've got anything in your pockets, you the might want to remove it from your pockets. Yeah, Round of applause to these guys. Yeah, fantastic. They're brave. They're brave. Right, we're going to move, move some stuff out of the way. Okay, we wanted to get practical this morning. We wanted to do a bit of an illustration for you. Okay, so we've got some stuff behind us that we're going to make work. Guys, why don't you come up and tell us your name and where you're from? I'm Shannon and I'm from CCK. Shannon from CCK. Round of applause for Shannon. Tyler from Christchurch Halsham. Tyler from Christchurch Halsham. And are you guys sure that you are happy to get messy this morning? Very sure. Fantastic. Right. What we're going to do is, you guys out there, you're going to show them first and foremost what we're going to do. I would like you to sit on your bottom, which is a firm foundation, I'm sure. I would like you to sit with your hands in the air and your legs in the air. You'll do that for me? You're showing us how well you can balance. Excellent. Look, Look at, at this. this. Some serious core strength going on here. Fantastic. Okay, right. So we're oh, going to get yeah. these two guys to do this on th- these chairs. How easy do you reckon that will be? Come on. That's pretty easy, right? Too Come easy? On. Come and have a sit down. Come and have a sit down. Let's see if they can balance on the chairs. First. Let's see if they can do see this. If they can balance on the chairs. First. 
Okay, hands in the air. Oh, that seems really easy. Hands in the air, legs in the air. We need to make this a bit more difficult. How about one of them on a gym ball? Like it. Sounds a bit better. Okay, you, sir, you've, you've been upgraded to a gym ball. How exciting. Something that we need to tell you this morning. We've got two people, and they're representing something different. So you, what was your name again? Shannon, you're representing a wise person, so you're wise. Well done. And remind me of your name again, Tyler. Tyler, you, sadly, as you're sat on a gym ball, are representing a fool this morning, okay? I, I think we can make this a little bit harder. Do you reckon? Yeah. I think we should put them in paddling pools full of stuff. Do you reckon? I reckon so. What is then if he falls off, then he might get wet? He's, he said he can get messy. Okay. Okay, so behind us, we have got two big paddling pools full of water. If you'd like to stand up for me, Shannon and Tyler, thank you very much. There you go. Full of water. Well done, yeah. You might want to take your shoes off. If you've got a phone in your pocket, take your phone out. This will probably need to be... Okay, right. You are going to sit on your chair and on a gimbal, but not yet. You're not going to yet. do it Jonathan when tell we tell you. She's just trying to get her wellies off. Okay, well done for wearing wellies, by the way. I forgot mine, so I've got wet flip-flops this morning. Right, so we've got a wonderful illustration for you this morning. What we're going to do is, we're talking, remember, about building on firm foundations. We have our wise lady here, and we have our... Fool. I'm sure you're not a fool, Tyler, but for today, you're going to be our fool. Okay, Karis is going to read from... The Bible, do you want to explain where it's from? It is from Matthew 7, verses 24 to 27. And as I read it out, Jono will be moving them around, and I'm sure you'll see. Uh, Is everyone ready? I'm just going to get ready. Let me just put my mic on this stand. Excellent work. So, Matthew 7, 24 to 27. Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Very nice. Though the rain comes in torrents. The rain, is, the rain is coming in torrents. And the floodwaters rise. And the winds beat against that house. It won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. But... Anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey, it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and the floods come and the wind beats against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. Excellent. Round of applause for these guys. You guys can have some sweets. You can, have, you can have two, don't worry, lots of sweets. You guys help, helpfully... Man, you guys you are just awesome. Uh, They've the got two bags of sweets with you. You guys might want to get changed. Okay? Our orange tops are going to take you back to your campsite, make sure you're looked after. We don't want to leave them wet and cold to this whole talk. It wouldn't be very fair. Fantastic. So we had our fool and our wise person. And what were the firm foundations here? Do you guys think the jimble might have been the firm foundation... No, I don't think so. We had the chair. The chair was the firm foundation. 
as Shannon didn't really get covered in water, did you? Maybe her feet might be a little bit wet, but she didn't really sort of get soaked down there in the water. What about our gimbal, though? Bad times for the gimbal. Tyler sat on that gimbal, and he just got absolutely soaked. Do you know that this time... Sorry about that. At New Day, that you can build your faith on firm foundations, or you could rebuild your faith on poor foundations. So the chair is meant to be sat on, isn't it? It's meant to be sat on. As you saw there, Shannon had her hands and her legs in the air. The rain came, the torrents came, and she sat there on a firm foundation. As for Tyler, Tyler put himself on the gimbal. It was like sinking sand, I think Jesus described it as in that verse there. And he sat on there, tried to sit down, and straight away just splashed. What does the gymbal here represent? We want you just to see this illustration and see that the gymbal represents relying on our own strength. So Tyler there, he's not a fool. I'm sure he's not. But for today, he was a fool. And he was just relying on his own strength. And he went straight down and splashed into that water. What's the chair representing? The chair was representing relying on Jesus. That even though the storms and the torrents, they may come, actually, whilst relying on Jesus, they're still on firm foundation. And our strength come and goes. But the Bible tells us that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Say that with me. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Excellent. Fantastic. So... You've heard that. You might say, great, John and Karis. I know that it's important that I sit on the, on the chair rather than the gimbal, rely on Jesus rather than myself. But how do I actually do that? How do I do it this week? How do I do it when I get home? Well, there are some helpful tips for you. You can go to all the 12 to 14s talks. You can go to the talks in the big top. You can come to the seminar stream weekly. You can listen to the worship. But more importantly, you have come here today with some amazing youth leaders these guys are just going to be so helpful for you uh, to listen to them. They've got some wise words when it comes to these things. Can you guys stand up, youth leaders? Come on, let's have a youth leaders. Come on, stand up. Let's give these guys a round of applause. These guys are just fantastic. Thanks, well done, thank you. So my, as I said, my story is I had some amazing youth leaders that got uh, beside me that taught me so many things, hence why I'm still here at New Day 12 years later. But the best answer I can give you for how do I sit on this firm foundation, how do I keep going for Jesus, the answer is your Bible. So give us a wave if you have a Bible. Very exciting. Put your hand up if you actually don't have a Bible. Anyone? You don't have a Bible? Right, here you go. Have a Bible. Come and get your Bible. Let's applaud that. Come on. We love a Bible. Well done. There you go. What you you guys are going to do, you two, you're going to come and find us tomorrow morning. We're going to be back here and we're going to get you a Bible as well. Excellent. Well done for coming forward. Fantastic. So we need to stand further apart because our microphones are clashing. It's awkward. I think it's something to do with the speakers. So we can stand next to each other. Look at him, trying to get rid of me. We'll just come out here. There we go. Even better. 
Okay, so for the last yeah. few minutes to talk, me and Karis are just going to share three practical reasons why reading the Bible is great for getting to know Jesus and to build your life on a firm foundation. If you have a pen or paper here, hand, wave it in the air. If you have your phone here, wave it in the air. This is the time to get those out and to take some notes. It's not going to be long. Are you guys still tracking with us here? Why don't you say, turn to the person next to you and say, Bonjour. Bonjour. Give them a high five. Excellent. Okay, right, you ready? Three quick practical reasons why reading the Bible is building your life on a firm foundation. Number one, we were going to have a screen here, but it didn't appear, so you're just going to have to write it down as best as you can. Number one, it is God actually speaking to you. Number one, why is reading the Bible so important? It is God actually speaking to you. Have you ever been sat there praying and just said, why don't you just speak to me, God? You ever had that moment? Why can't I hear you? We're going to be hearing a great talk about that later in the week. But you might have been sat there and said, I wish that God would just speak to me today. But do you know what? The Bible is God speaking. Matthew 4.4 in the Bible, Jesus says, Man does not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And Jesus tells us here that we need the word of God to live and that food might be great. Who likes bread here? You guys like like bread? Some bread's better than others, right? I agree. So food is great. But actually, Jesus is saying here, we need the word of God to live on. We need our Bibles. So one way that we can hear God speaking is through the Bible. And we're told in the Bible that all scripture is God-breathed. Say God-breathed. And what does that mean? That means that every single word in your Bible, hold your Bibles up, hold them up, hold your phone, wave your phones. Every single word in your Bible is God-breathed. And yes, you might flick through your books and say, Jono, the Bible's written by loads of different people. How on earth can it be God-breathed? Well, it is inspired by God. Each and every person that wrote the Bible and wrote a part of the Bible has been inspired by God. You might say, Jono, what does the word inspired mean? Well, I want you all to do, take a really deep breath in. Now, whilst holding it, say, inspired. Inspired. And breathe out. What you have just done is what the word inspired mean. It means breathed out. Okay, so God breathed out to those people who wrote the Bible, and it is just inspired. So we have lots of different people writing the Bible. They were inspired by God. And one thing that we want you to remember, our first point, is that the Bible is God speaking to you. And there's loads of different questions that can be answered in the Bible. I've got some orange t-shirted friends who are now going to help me with this part. So the Bible is a great place to go for practical answers to loads of questions. They're prepped and ready, I can tell. They answer these following questions. Let's go for it. Number one. Number two. Number three. Number four. Number five. Number six. Number seven. Number eight. And lastly, number nine. Fantastic. 
Now, it might not actually be written in the Bible who you should marry. It might not have their name there, but it actually has just some really practical, helpful wisdom about what that sort of person should be like. So there's just nine great questions from the Bible, that questions that can be answered, and it's got really practical, helpful stuff for you to look at. So our first reason why reading the Bible is building on a firm foundation is because it is God speaking to you. Everyone say, God speaking to you. Fantastic. Two more. Number two, it is all about Jesus. Say that back to me. Excellent. Maybe you wonder where you can read about Jesus in the Bible. Well, the first four books of the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they are the Gospels, and they are, have all about Jesus' life throughout them. In the book of Luke, it is there where we are told that in the whole Bible, you can see Jesus. You may ask, what, how can I see Jesus in the Old Testament where he's in the New Testament exactly? In Luke 24, 27, it says, Then he started at the beginning with the books of Moses and went on through all of the prophets, pointing out everything in the scriptures that referred to him. So this is Jesus talking to his followers, and he's sitting with them, and he's saying, this is where you can see me throughout the whole Bible. He is also showing them how the whole Bible points to him. Let me encourage you, as you read the Bible, whatever part you're reading, flick through and try and find where does it, how does this point to Jesus. Once again, your youth leaders, you can sit with them and be like, look, John and Karis said it points to Jesus. Can you, act, can you show me how? Can you tell me how? So our second reason is the whole Bible points to Jesus. That as you read it, whether it's the Old Testament or the New Testament, you can get to know Jesus more. Wonderful. Last reason coming up. Give someone next to you a high 10. Come on, high 10. Wonderful. We're doing great here. Our third and final reason why reading the Bible is building on a firm foundation is it is truth that helps us through the ups and the downs. Say that with me. It is truth that helps us through the ups and the downs. So life is full of ups and downs. Hands up if you've had any up or down moments this week already. My up was probably 12 to 14 this morning, seeing slugs being eaten. My down was definitely having a wet towel to dry myself this morning. It wasn't much fun. But you know what? New day might be full of ups and downs, and your life might be full of ups and downs too. Who here has had some hard times in their life? massively. Hard times come and go, as do good times. But you know what? The Bible is full of truth that you can hold on to in both these, those really difficult times and also in those great times. And Jesus shows us brilliantly how we can use the Bible when these hard times come. Who remembers our game earlier of true or false? But do you know what? People who are your friends or people around you might come up to you and tell you things that are false. They might tell you things that are false. They might say to you, do you know what, God doesn't exist? They might say that to you. They might say to you, you should feel really, really bad for that thing that you did wrong earlier. You should feel really bad about that. Do you know what, Jesus had the same thing happen to him. He had the enemy, the devil. Do you guys remember hearing Simon talk about the enemy last night? 
Yeah, he spoke about the devil. Well, it says in the Bible that the devil tempted Jesus to choose things that were false and to leave what was true. What did Jesus do in these times? Did he, did he follow the devil and get tempted and walk away from it? No, he repeated scripture back to the devil. He repeated things that are in the Bible and he stood on truth. And we can do exactly the same thing. When our friend comes to us and says, you should feel so bad for that thing you did. Are you still feeling bad? That thing you did two weeks ago, you still feeling bad about that? I hope you are. We can say back to them, or if we don't want to say it back to them, we can say it to ourselves. Do you know what? That is just not true. The Bible tells me there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. You can just find truth in the Bible and speak it back to yourself. That once I've apologized for that and said sorry to God, actually I'm so forgiven and I'm so free from what I've done. So we can repeat scripture to ourselves, but also to others if we need to. Just really, really encourage you. If ever someone says something that's false to you, why don't you just remind yourself in your head, the Bible says this, that's just not true. I'm not going to believe that because that's exactly what Jesus did. Do you know what? It's also important to remember that we're going to have hard times, but it's also important to remember that we're going to have great times as well. And one thing that I find really easy to do, when life's just going great, I'm really enjoying it, I find it really easy kind of just to go on my own strength and say, yeah, life's great, it's all about me. Actually, we should also go to our Bible and turn to our Bible and to look at things of God when things are going well as well. It's important that in the hard times we remember Jesus and the Bible, but also in the good times. Maybe, for example, it says in the Bible, we should give thanks in all circumstances. So maybe, I don't know, you're on the dodgems and you've just whacked into your mate. You can give thanks in that time. In the good times, we can give thanks for the fun times and all that God's done for us. Okay. Also, the Bible is great at helping us to stay grounded and not to get big-headed. I don't know, maybe... On the dodgems, you've just hit five people. You might get off and boast about it. Do you know what the Bible says? Let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. That we can boast this week as we leave New Day. We can boast. Thank you, thank you, God, for all you've done for me. Do you know what? You can tell your friends, Jesus has done this for me, and it's amazing. So we're not telling everyone how great we are, but actually how great God is. So our final reason is, and you've tracked with us brilliantly, the Bible is truth that helps us through the ups and the downs. So those are three reasons why reading the Bible is a great way to get to know Jesus and to stand on a firm foundation. Say firm foundation with me. Excellent. So as, as we uh, have talked about the Bible, there are so many helpful ways you can read the Bible. As I said, the youth leaders, I'm sure they can get into groups and be like, okay, why don't we all WhatsApp or Facebook like just this one verse this week or this, this one verse this day. We're not asking you. You need to read the whole Bible today. I just I don't think anyone could handle that and it wouldn't all go in I want you to go away with do you know what I'm going to just try and read one verse each morning and chat chat to my friend like me and my friend were like okay like I think I I think I heard this from God or I think this is what this is about it's so good to talk to your friends about it and your and your youth groups and the people you're you're building with it's so exciting and there are so many helpful daily reading plans in the bookshop uh, or back at back at home at churches which are really helpful I'm currently reading a bible in a year and it's actually a bible that's been printed in the order that I should read it so it's got day one day two all the way to day three six five because I know that's how best I can do it I can just put a bookmark in it and go and go back to it rather than me having to find all the verses up some of you might really enjoy being the quickest to find where John 3.16 is but I know that I 
I have to read it like a story. And that is how I find God the most and the easiest in the Bible. So you need to find out, actually, I'm going to read the Bible in this way. And I'm, I'm going to listen to a song first, then read it, because that's how I learn. So this week, think about how best you can learn to read the Bible. Fantastic. Right, guys, give yourselves a round of applause. You've listened brilliantly. Excellently. Okay, we are going to draw our seminar to a close. But before we do that, okay, what we'd love you to do for two or three minutes, we would like you to, maybe you've come with your friends. If not, then we've got some guys in orange T-shirts and white T-shirts going to come and be amongst you. We would like you just to get into smaller groups, two, threes, fours and fives, just so we can practically look at how do we do what John and Karis have spoken about, about building on the Bible and on Jesus and building foundations. What we want you to do before you move, I want you to ask each other one question. Okay? The only question I want you to ask is, how are you going to build your life on Jesus this week? Your answer might be, I'm going to make sure I listen to the talks. Or actually, I'm going to go to that seminar stream every single day and listen to what's been said. And, you know, we as a group can kind of get to know Jesus better. Those might be some answers. So ask that question and then just quickly pray for each other that God would help you get the most out of this week building on firm foundations and knowing Jesus. Then a couple of minutes, I'm going to come up, pray for all of us, then we're going to give out some Ben and Jerry's. Go for it. Two or three minutes. Guys are going to come around, get into smaller groups, discuss, pray together, and then we're going to close. Okay, guys, if you're just still praying, just encourage you just to keep, keep praying. I'm just going to pray for all of us before we finish okay hopefully you've had a good discussion about how it is you're going to build on Jesus this week keep praying if you are praying I'm going to pray for all of us and then we're going to finish there father thank you so much that we are here at new day at 12 to 14 we're just so grateful for an opportunity to get to know more of you and who you are and all that you've done for us even as Joe was talking this morning that God has a plan for us I pray that it would sink deep into our hearts that God has a that you have a plan for us God, that you know us and you love us. And I pray for each and every one of us, Lord God, that we would be able to get to know you, Jesus, more and more throughout this week. And I pray as well that we would uh, just get stuck into getting to read our Bibles and building our lives on firm foundations. Father, we want to be people who sit on a chair when the storms come. Even though we might fall off that chair, we can get back on it knowing it's a firm foundation because you are our firm foundation. Help us to not be those who sit on a gym ball that gets soaking wet and keep wobbling about, Lord. We just want to build on you this week. In Jesus' name, amen.